gentlemen, and welcome back to another Eagle Eye Podcast, episode 19. And boy, we are here in a celebratory mood after our great, great win against Pumas in the Clásico Capitolino in the quarterfinals of the Liguilla, which then, of course, means we are now into the semifinals. We got plenty, plenty to talk about. We'll discuss exactly what happened in uh, in the first leg in Seu, and then, of course, we'll talk a little bit what happened against uh Pumas in the Sadeseca on Saturday. And then, of course, uh, we'll look forward to what uh, should be an interesting tie against Santos Laguna. But before I get ahead of myself, let me introduce the main man himself, my co-host, Mr. Dylan Jimenez. Dylan, how are we? Good, man. All my written finals are done, so I'm pretty much set for the summer already, so I'm, in, I'm feeling pretty good right now. All right. You're in summer mood already. That's uh, that's that's pretty amazing, man. Yeah, man. It's- Finally, it's over. I'm just glad it's all over now. Well, you got through the, the you got through the toughness, and now awaits the glory that is summer vacation. So hopefully, uh, that comes at a good point because, of course, the World Cup is just around the corner as well. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited for that. Wow. So we got plenty to talk about. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 dive in and see exactly what happened against Pumas, and I think a pretty a surprising result in the first leg, which then, of course, determined the second leg. And then uh, we'll look ahead into our Magic 8-Ball and see exactly what's going to happen uh, come Thursday against Santos Laguna. So uh, you ready to dive into this? Yeah, man, totally, definitely ready to get into this. All righty. Well, let's jump into what was Wednesday's matchup against Pumas, which I think took all of us by surprise. America started scoring early in the game. By early, I mean even in the first minute, we already had a goal thanks to Mateo Soribe's header from a great cross from Renato Ibarra. That really kind of determined how the game was going to go afterwards. I was really surprised to see that we scored right away. Yeah, yeah, I was really, I was really too. I, I was just sitting there, you know, I had my books open, you know, I had my laptop going on right here in front of me and i have another monitor that i have set up just i had the game going on that one and then like i'm just sitting there reading and then i look up and it just boom just happens real quick and i'm just <laughs> like what the heck so like it caught me it caught me off guard caught me off surprise and i kind of scared my roommate a little bit whenever i yelled <laughs> and it's supposed, to, it's, it's supposed to be quiet in the dorms too so i'm pretty sure a lot of people heard me whenever i yelled <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. At least uh, they got a little bit of a notification if they weren't following us already through our live Twitter feed, which uh, was amazing. We, we we got that early goal. And I think afterwards, I think the way the team responded to that early goal, I think really determined exactly what was going to happen within the rest of the 90 minutes that still remained. You know, it, this looked like a side that was willing and ready. And we were kind of fearful that it was going to be Ghost of Aperturas Pass where we didn't get a goal against Cruz Azul in the quarterfinals. And all of a sudden... Now it's looking like uh, we're finally we're finally bringing our uh, our shooting boots to the table. Yeah, I mean we talked about it too. Whenever the season ended, you know, ended the season against Santos, you know, it, it seemed like you know whenever we got Cecilio Dominguez back and Jeremy Minet back too. I mean, it started things are looking we're looking up to the way they were playing, the way um, the impact of the game whenever they got subbed on, and now we're seeing them uh, perform at like coming off injury too and his performance at such a good rate and at a high level too i mean things are firing off on cylinders right now and things are looking great right now 
It does. It did. They're looking absolutely amazing. And hopefully we can continue this run of form all the way to hopefully the final. It won't be an easy matchup against Santos, but we'll talk a little bit about them in the in, in the coming minutes. Let's just talk a little bit more about Pumas because really I thought this was going to be a Puma side that actually maybe demonstrated a little bit more because as good as we were on the pitch, I think maybe the fact that maybe Pumas lacked a little bit of, you know, what they were bringing to the table, that matchup against, uh, against us on Wednesday, really kind of determined their fate. Yeah, yeah, I I couldn't agree to that, man. I mean, um, you know, necessarily, you know, whenever we see the Pumas game too, you know, obviously, you know, things are going good for us. Everybody's connecting. We have the chemistry, uh, the ball's rolling, and everybody just is in sync with each other. But whenever compared to the Pumas side, it just seemed like the players were against each other a little bit too as well, which we saw in the second like too as as well. The players arguing with each other, especially with uh, Diaz. It seemed like nobody really – um, Carol Diaz had to say everybody was fighting against Diaz. It looked like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, overall it, it it was a good result for for us. U- ultimately, leading up to the second leg because of course it kind of predetermined how we can play that game. Um, let's talk a little bit about the penalty calls because I feel like uh, some people will say that maybe we should have not gotten one of the. Pe- what was what was your initial reaction with the first penalty? Oh, that one. Um trying to recall that one if i remember that one i think yeah if i remember that one to me i saw it and i thought this is a soft penalty um really at most but you know um uh given who the ref is in his history you know it's something some kind of controversy was bound to happen too as well yeah yeah that was um that 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 was always going to be kind of the main focal point when it came to uh the first half but I think afterwards we kind of demonstrated that we were kind of just uh, better than just that kind of maybe fluky penalty. And then afterwards, I think we demonstrated and we kind of just steamrolled after that. So ultimately, I I, I like the way the, the the team performed in that sense. We also all obviously got a second penalty in the second half with Jeremy Menes, um, but that one seemed a little bit more clear. I mean, the goalkeeper was holding on to mm-hmm. to the leg of of who was it? Was it Oribe Peralta? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people were saying that it didn't really seem like uh, uh, it wasn't a foul on you, but more like a, a foul on on the goal, on Puma's goalkeeper too. I'm just like, well, I doubt I it. Mean, he, he was holding yeah, on yeah, I, yeah. I was saying like you can see clearly he's holding on to. Him. Yeah, yeah. So, no, but I mean, I mean, there's always two sides of the story too, and there's always going to be controversy. Yeah, yeah, and especially in a big game like this, quarterfinals, and add on top of that, it's a Clásico Capitolino. What more are you going to be uh, – what more can you say about that? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, um, it is what it is, too. I mean, it's in the past. So, I mean, what what good can you change about it now? Yeah, ultimately, I think at the end of the day, yeah, you kind of just kind of go on and, 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 you know, try to keep that aside and then, you know, focus on your game, which is exactly what we did. And ultimately, it was um, – I think it was the best Ligia matchup I've seen in a couple of years now from, from America. You know, it was exciting. It was thrilling. You saw that there was chance after chance. I mean, ultimately, it it looked like a very, very good game from us. Um, and I think from a fan's perspective, you, you're kind of going into the semi-leg a little bit, you know, with a, with a higher confidence than you did the week previous. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Um, like I said, um the importance of having Jeremy Mendez back and, and Cecilia Dominguez really made an impact on the team and really gave the, the team a boost in, in playing forward and having some creativity going forward too as well. 
it's ridiculous how only two players can really change a whole side. But it, it's true. It, it, it completely changed our face, these two players coming into the starting 11. I think we, we spoke about it, too, last week when they came in against Santos Laguna. The fact that they come in and change the, kind of the whole perspective of the team, it's ridiculous. And and especially Jeremy Menes, more than anything, you saw the way he kind of moved and handled his way through the pitch. He seems very at ease with the ball he seems very accustomed to the league already it looks like he's getting his rhythm his groove this is exactly what you want from the frenchman so at the end of the day you know let's not also take away part from what cecilio was doing which cecilio does so well is he drifts out wide pulls a couple of defenders his way and whenever he does receive the ball he's capable of taking said defender you know one or two more players after that and i, I think it's just the way that the these two players kind of release the ball so quickly at times it just it, it makes for the team to just kind of move and mold differently and what helps too is the fact that you have these two players on the pitch so you have Renato Ibarra who is receiving a little bit less attention from defenders and you have the likes of Mateo Zuribe who now is completely ignored in the sense that no one's really going to be picking up on him because of course in front of him you have Ori Peralta and Jeremy Menes. Yeah, I mean, um, just some of the fact, dude, that like, these two players really made the difference. I mean, um, in a sense, you know, it kind of not necessarily sucks to say that, but, like, you know, you expect some more from the team, too, as well, because that's what the depth is for, you know, to replace those players in case something like the injuries that happen, you know, to keep performing it um, to the level that we know this team could perform with the depth. But, you know, it didn't happen until these players came back. Now they're back. They're fully healthy. And so we're going to see great things going forward to in the Liga whenever we talk about Santos, too. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Just before we continue this, I, I just want to say a quick shout out to La Resaca Americanista, who's always giving us a little bit of their attention. So they, they mentioned on the chat right now, El America va a ser campeón. Knock on wood to that because that's we are we are here for that. We are here. If the America comes out champions, I think me and you will have to plan something epic for this uh for this podcast. But uh again, let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know, it's it's so easy to kind of talk about a championship after such a great result, after such a great kind of steamrolling of a team. But let's remember this was only 180 minutes for one team. We have another one coming up in uh, a couple of days, and that one's going to need to, you know, kind of have its own importance in the sense that it's a semifinal. It's a Santos Laguna side who easily could have finished second above us, and it, I think it's going to be a very, very close matchup. But again, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more. Let's let's just finish off Pumas while we, you know, while we still can here. And then, of course, again, shout out to Christian who says he's here as well. So make sure you guys do always come by and you know type on the group chat. We always like interacting with you guys especially live on the show it's uh it's, it's very entertaining at times especially when uh, me and you kind of run out of uh, things to say oh yeah definitely i mean the uh, people give us a good ideas to come off of too as well and some subject matters related to the game not just the game but to also to club news and what we think about players and everything like that so you know uh, interact with us it's fun guys yep it's always fun to have you guys here on the live chat. So let's quickly just round up this whole game against uh, Pumas in the Seul, and then we'll jump a little bit what happened in Stadio Azteca. Um, I think, like, I, like, like we both mentioned, this is the best, re best result we could have ever hoped for, and definitely the best result that uh, we've ever seen in a Liga for a while. Um, but I think you, you and I were talking about this, especially in, in the group chat we, that we have going on too. Um, it's uh, it. it it was kind of very crucial that even though we were leading three, one at the half that uh, we kind of just didn't sit back, but we actually went and looked and for at least another goal, if not two, because that would have killed off the series. And we got that last goal. Um, but even, even when we had that fourth goal, we had potential to score even more. Um, but I think, um, 
I, I think that just really showcased how important this this was for not just uh, Pio Herrera and but the team itself to go out there and prove something. You know, a lot of people were skeptical about us, especially the way we finished in second place. Uh, but let's remember, we only lost two games throughout the whole season. Yes, we did draw a lot of those matches, but I think it's fair enough to say that uh, we definitely played like uh, like the team that finished second place in the league. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely overall, we did it too as well. Um, you know, just, just some minor things to tweak out a little bit, you know. Uh, we still played our game in the first leg, but overall, if we're looking at both games, I would I would see the second leg as a better game for us overall as a team. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we got the, we went out and got the result. We pretty much finished off Pumas, like you said, in, in the first leg, you know, after winning 4-1. And then, you know, we go to Azteca too, and the crowd's behind us, you know, there's, there's no way we're going to lose that too as well. And like I said, we finished them off, you know, um, after, especially after the first goal, you know. Uh, after I see that Mateo Suriba score, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just, I feel it. Then you know, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm just like, oh man, this is gonna be a good game. You know, we're, I, I feel like I, I'm feeling it. And then all of a sudden, you know, comes uh, the penalty, and then Mateo Suriba scores again, and then we get another penalty. I'm like, man, like, and then the, seeing the chances that we that we created, you know, it, it wasn't just just the same thing over and over again. There was there was a lot of options that we had, dude. Yeah. And it, it just yes. made it so good. It made it so good, and I was just feeling it. Yes, we talked about being versatile. We talked about being different, creative. And that's exactly what we showcased on the pitch on Wednesday. Um, and I think, yeah, I think I think it just shows you exactly by looking at the goal that we that uh Mateo City was scores off that Jeremy Menes pass. That is just a wonderful, wonderful rocket of a shot from Mateo Suribe. You know, it's Cecilio Dominguez who then, you know, gives it up top for Menes. And then Menes does the great little fake as he's going to shoot in. And but actually, you know, kind of delays the defender's reaction because he then lets the ball go to Mateo Suribe. And then Mateo Suribe just, you know, rocket shots it. And then uh, I guess uh, the specialty of the house, which was uh, Mateo Suribe Golazo. Yes, dude. I mean, I'm. There's nothing not really to. I can't really put into words how how this performance, how happy this performance makes me, dude. I mean, um, after like you said, we thinking that it's going to be up into this past, you know. I'm just thinking it's going to be a repeat. It just comes out with a bang, dude, and just like like almost like a slap in my face, dude. Like 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 here we are, like we're back. Like he thought wrong, and like it, it really did prove me wrong, man. I'm so I'm so happy for that. Yep, there's nothing better in life than when uh, your own team proves you wrong and they do better. Um, and ultimately, too, I think, um, wow, I just had a train of thought and it's slipping off my mind. But um, this is the team that we we always knew we were. This is the team. This is the side that we knew could do set things to set teams. You know, we knew that we were capable of doing this. It was just the fact that we haven't been showing this for quite some time kind of puts you in a little bit of, a you know, kind of a panic mode. Uh, but the team came out, they performed and, you know, by all means necessary, uh, you know, they they deserved the result that they got, you know, and ultimately at the end of the, at the end of the 90 minutes, the referee blows and uh, we walk away from the Estadio Seu with a, uh, with a four, one victory. Yeah. A great result, man. The result that we needed uh, the game to prove that we can be the best. We are the best, but to prove that how, how talented the team is and how good the team can be too, as well. Yeah. To be able to showcase that on the pitch. I mean, it. uh, I guess it really brings everything home for that after that. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, and then the, uh, the return leg too. We have we haven't talked about the return leg either. Yeah, and we're we're gonna get to that right now. Uh, America then faces Pumas in a return leg. It's on Saturday at five. 
my time, which was 7 o'clock your time, so 5 Pacific, 7 Central, and of course for all our East Coast friends, that was 8 o'clock. Um, I think, first of all, we need to apologize because uh, we weren't able to live tweet the whole matchup. We, we all kind of got stuck with a little bit of compromisos to attend to, but um, we were watching the game. For those of you who worried and panicked that we weren't going to watch it, and for some reason we were going to lose because of that, uh, we we had our phones with us. We 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 kept close a close eye on everything, and we did our best to kind of just tweet out whenever something important happened. Um, so we do apologize for that. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think that will ever happen again. I think we'll we'll be a little bit more professional in the sense, and <laughs> and maybe uh, maybe find ways around what uh, what what life throws at us. Uh, but uh, we do apologize for that. But we promise you guys from here on out, uh, we're we're gonna do much much better with that. Yes, definitely. I was just. Just the uh, Ivan tweeted me, "Can you do a big favor?" I was like, "I was gonna ask for a big favor too." <laughs> like I was about to the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> we even had to reach out so. to a couple of our to a couple of friends of ours from the from the pod, and uh, unfortunately, they were uh, they they all had similar uh, things to attend to as well. So it was uh, it was quite it was quite funny to see to see that kind of roll down. But um, I, I think the only bright side about it was we did have that four one advantage, so it would. It kind of was a bit of a cushion, so uh, maybe we yeah. uh, we have to thank America for that. Yeah, really. I mean, you see that four one, just like you know, just like it kind of chill a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So um, we definitely won't be chilling out this uh, this weekend because uh, we pretty much know that it's not going to be that easy. Uh, if you ask me, it's um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So. Uh, you know, it's uh, it, it it it's something that we'll preview right now later on in the show. But just to just kind of give you guys a heads up, we'll uh, we'll 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 keep our eyes very very close to that. Yes, definitely. We'll we'll, we'll keep right. I'll keep four eyes on it to to keep it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep it at that. Four eyes exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll keep you guys covered with everything, and uh, we'll we'll get to that just in a second. So uh, let's talk second leg because uh, we uh, we still managed to watch this game, not uh, you know intensively as we wanted to, because of course you never really can whenever you're watching off your phone. Um, my question to you is: Did you have a doubt, the minimals, the minimal most doubt that uh, Pumas could pull off the comeback? No, I I really don't, and I think the first goal gave it away again too. When when uh, um, Mateus Riva scores within like the first five minutes of the game, I was just like, I was like, well, I mean, we're definitely not stopping from the first leg. So I mean, no, I I really didn't. I didn't I didn't have the slightest thing on mind. I was like, Pumas is gonna come back or nothing. No, I will I will tell you this. I was a little bit worried because for some reason in the world of football right now, it's trending comebacks. Comeback seems to be the trending in all tales, especially in the Champions League. We saw what Roma did with Barcelona. Uh, we, we just saw how much stuff, how all this stuff going down and in, uh, in the world of football. That I was the teensiest tiny bit worried. Um, but like you said, all those worries are kind of pushed aside whenever Mateo Solibe kind of scored that goal right away uh, off that counterattack. And uh, after that one goes in, you kind of just kind of get a sense that, hey, uh, this is our game. And then no one's taking it away from us. Yes, I mean that that really that really gave him in. I mean, uh, uh, going kind of back to what I said earlier, whenever we were talking about the first leg, I feel like I feel like um, the second leg was more of our game than the first leg was a little bit. Uh, just just the simple fact that uh, 
and the second leg we have we have more possession than we did in, than in the first leg against Pumas too as well. I mean, obviously though, you know, whenever if you don't see the scoreline, you see the stats, man. I mean, you're gonna probably think, oh, Pumas probably won and dominated America. But whenever they didn't, man, it, it was the complete opposite. America won, and it it was the same thing again here today. And so, um, yeah, I mean, just, just playing our game, man. That, that's all. That's all it was, and that's what helped us win too as well. Just playing our game and going out knowing what we can do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And 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 going back to what you were saying, it it was very good. I, I know you mentioned we we had a lot more ball possession, a lot more passing, but I think overall we dictated the game and dictated the play much much better in the second in the second leg. I think mm-hmm. it really demonstrated how much of a team we were because we didn't have to go out there and score three, four, five goals on them. No, all we had to do was play smart, manage it, get under the skin, and guess what? It happened. It worked. They ended up leaving with uh, with a couple of players in with red cards, and it's it's some of them were a little bit kind of dodgy, whether or not it was a red card or not. But um, ultimately, it was the Pumas players who lost their head rather than us, and and you know we gave them no kind of um, no advantage in any sense whatsoever. And uh, and and really, after scoring that goal, we put them in an even worse disadvantage. So. Um, I think uh, I, I think yeah, we married a much much better praise in the second leg. Even though it was just a simple two one result, the fact that we were able to manage that so well, the way we kind of just dictated the play, and, and to, to mention it could have been easily three four one afterwards too. I did. We have plenty of opportunities way before that second goal even lands, uh, which is a great goal by but went to to mm-hmm. to kind of highlight as well. Nice to see him get on the score sheet, you know. Um, and, and it, it, I guess he's showing us that he has it in his locker room. You know, it's just him actually kind of proving it a little bit more. But um, and with that said, we even rested Cecilio Dominguez and uh, Renato Ibarra for this game. So, I mean, that was even more of a worry. Like, you know, can this team kind of perform like that? And they did, you know, and, and I think kudos goes to the way the team performed all around. Yeah, it should, it should have been too, 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 no, man. I much as seen should have kept that clean sheet. Um. Yeah, I hate goal. to call him out. I hate to call him out. I that know, goal. But, uh, I, I mean, he was trying to anticipate the, the the play a little bit, which you know, granted, is is his own fault for that. But um, I mean, yeah, can you blame the guy? He it's it's he had he had plenty of room for error, but uh, not to say that he should have used it. But um, you know, I'm I'm just kind of happy it was one goal because after that, I think maybe he realized that, you know, I, I knew he knew already it was his mistake. Um. But after that, I think he knew that uh, that there was no way that they were going to get past him again. Yeah, if if you go back and if you find the angle where they have the camera uh, in the goal in the yeah. corner, um, you, you can see like it barely, barely inches by his leg. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just, I don't know. I mean, I, I just like to see him get uh, beat near post, though. Yeah, no, he was he was definitely anticipating. He was trying to get ahead of the uh, ahead of the game a little bit there, but. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, the way we were playing, I I, I didn't want to really just kind of discredit him. So, you know, actually, I, I, you know, now that we're mentioning players, uh, a big shout out to our two center backs who played an absolutely amazing game, and even more so in the first leg at Seoul, which was never going to be easy because Nico Castillo, like we've mentioned, is a beast, but was quiet, quiet. For this whole, uh, for this whole two legs. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Definitely quiet. And shout out to them. I mean, really. I mean, that, that's got. That's probably the probably what really was. You can tell a lot of hefty work too, especially keeping a young, not a young, a healthy Nico Castillo contained too. 
Well, he's still kind of young. Um, well, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and and I think uh, I think it merits more of a highlight uh, these two partnerships because we thought it was going to be a uh, solely Bruno Valdez kind of you know task to keep him at bay, kind of like he did against uh, uh, in in the beginning of the Clausura. Uh, but mm. you just saw these two defenders alternate. Edson Alvarez would go toe to toe with this guy, and Edson Alvarez looks like he's way scrawnier than Nico Castillo, but he did not care. He threw himself, he lunged at him, he gave him no time to breathe. I, I mean, it. If you ask me right now, Aguilera or 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 uh, or Edson Alvarez, I I think we you gotta go Edson. The the debate's there. The debate's there. Uh, well, because I think I, I think the way that Edson just played these two legs, it kind of just showcased that he has such a good par- in, uh, partnership and interchange with Bruno Valdez that whenever Bruno Valdez stepped away, he kind of filled in that gap. When you know, it, at times, sometimes maybe you think that both of them will kind of step away, but I think what Edson did so well was whenever he saw kind of Bruno Valdez maybe kind of be a little bit more daring, like Pablo Aguilar, he had that kind of intuition to say, "Let me take a little step back." Just just in case, um, and and I think that's what kind of made the defense bulletproof. Yeah, no, no, I I agree, man. I don't know. It's just it's just uh, it really. It, I think it could really go either way with with, with Miguel Zeta right now. I mean, because really, you don't you don't see Edson get get a big shot until until what like whenever or whenever uh, Bar Yilad goes down too. Yeah, uh, against the but in, in, in Pachuca, I mean, which obviously, uh, I think the Pachuca game he didn't really have so good game, but, but I mean, Pumas you know, did. yeah, yeah, against Pumas did, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it can go either way. I think, but I think I have to agree with you. I think I would go with Edson too at this point, but I think, I think too, I read somewhere that Aguilera is look is probably going to get a couple of minutes uh, against Santos too coming up, which yeah, I don't I know if you read that. Yeah, so I mean, um. I just see how that goes, but obviously it's going to be Edson right now. Yeah, hopefully. Um, you know, even though we praise him, he kind of did commit the penalty, right, <laughs> for Nico Castillo's score. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, he did, so. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it is what it is, but, you know, he, he, he's, he's proven his worth, and I think that's that's the more important part here. So, uh Solely talking back about the second leg, I mean, is there anything that really stood out to you other than the fact that we kind of managed this game? Because I think this the second leg can be described more as a more way more of a collective, you know, group effort and and, and a group performance than kind of the, the first leg. Um, because it, you kind of add a little bit more of an individual brilliance here and there. Um, but I think overall in the second half, you if you if you go back and you watch that, you you kind of see the, the team moves as one. I think that was that's that that's really the main thing you, we take out of this. No, I mean, I mean, like you said, you know, the, there was really nothing else to expect. You know, obviously, you know, I wanted a couple of goals too to get the team uh, some momentum going forward too. But you know, the team did what you what you thought it would do. It, it dictated it dictated the tempo of the game. They played their own game, and I'm really that's all you could ask for in the second leg because of the second in the first leg, you know, you pretty much ended it. And so they went out and they did what they did to, uh, to finish out the, the series too as well. And they did that. Yeah. Which was nice. Really nice to see, uh, the team performed the way that they did. I mean, overall, I mean, what, what more, what more can you say? So, um, anything you want to add on about this, the second leg or no? No, no. I mean, 
pretty much covered it. I mean, the, the, the way the team played, you know, you even said it yourself, the team moved as one. You know, it, it wasn't just one or two players. You know, it was a full 11. Yeah. Yeah, and I know someone just mentioned right now said I'm uh, I'm loving the positive vibes that the team has right now, and and I think that he he speaks for all of us. I think every Americanista in the world, whether you speak English or not, you, you you're loving these this kind of vibe that the that the team is bringing off and kind of radiating. Uh, again, it gives you so much kind of you know this this inertia that yes, we can go on, or we can go forward, or we could do so much more. Um, that I think it's going to carry on to in onto the players and you know hopefully make them have such a good uh, such a good semifinal. So uh, you know, shout out to you. Thank you for for posting that. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it it really true is amazing to see this team kind of perform the way we always mentioned that they could perform. Um, I think me and you see saw it kind of from the beginning, the potential, and then what we had. It was just a matter. It's just a matter of fact of them actually kind of proving what they had. Um, the only worrisome part, I think, some people would maybe agree, to, is that we still yet to find Oriol Peralta. Um, I don't know if <laughs> if we're gonna find him. Um, but hopefully he can come around. Uh, and uh, and then if he doesn't show up for the semifinal, maybe hopefully he shows up for the final and uh, you know, maybe score a crucial goal when this crucial goal is needed. Yeah, I mean. That's not, I mean, like you said, that's the only thing you can really take away. I mean, it sucks still seeing them not be able to get on the score sheet. Yeah. I mean, something's got to give eventually for this guy. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe for like 3 1 or 3 1. No, well, we, we, we had that scenario and he still didn't take the penalty. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. He, he needs to, I, he needs to find some, some, some form uh, because right now he's, Literally, we it didn't even look like we had a striker, uh, because uh, it was yeah. like Jeremy Menes and Mateo Zuri were kind of running the, the the kind of things up top, and then of course when Henry Martin came in, uh, he seemed a little bit more of a striker than uh, than Ari Peralta. So, I mean, ultimately, it was a good display. It was a good it, it was a good showmanship from from the team, and overall, I think we're very positive coming into this uh, into the semifinal. I'm I'm real positive, pretty confident in the team too. Yep. So now before we move on into previewing the semifinal, because of course that's where we're going to go into right now. First, we want to thank every single one of you guys who are here joining us live. And also for all of you guys who, uh, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes and are following us on SoundCloud, because of course, like always, you can take this show on the go whenever you want to maybe rehear some of our thoughts or some of our theories, or maybe you just missed a live show and uh, you want to get caught up with everything Club America. You guys know that you guys can always follow us and uh, take us on the go, download it and listen to us. Uh, on those platforms so make sure you guys do have us on there if you guys don't i suggest you guys do because of course we uh we always uh we always encourage that you know you guys kind of keep a close eye on us and also if you guys don't haven't done so yet make sure you guys do follow us on twitter it's at eagle ipod again that is at eagle ipod we have you guys covered with news coverage live tweets which maybe we didn't have so much of a on this last saturday but uh we definitely <laughs> will have you guys covered from here on out uh and even even uh rolling over to the world cup and we'll we'll have more news about that uh in the in the coming weeks so uh make sure you guys do stay kind of tuned to your guys's uh twitter feed because you guys never know exactly what we might tweet out. So, Dylan, are we ready to preview this uh, the semifinal against Santos? I'm ready. For ready. 
Alrighty. So for those of you who do not know, even though I've kind of mentioned this for quite some time right now, uh, America will be going up against Santos Laguna. It will be second place against third place. Santos coming away from uh, from maybe kind of pulling the upset against Tigres. Uh, is that fair to say? I, I guess I guess in a sense and in a fact, yeah. Because uh, uh, compared had to the seedings. You know, Tigres had the 2 0 lead. Everyone thought, wow, Tigres are going to do it again. They're going to kind of make their way into the Liga and win it all over. But, um, but, uh, I think Tigres had did their own downfall in the, in the second leg. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I, I couldn't believe that, 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 that happened. That uh, I couldn't believe Santos the last came goal. back. I didn't see the last goal. I, I was just keeping up with it. I didn't see nothing. Oh my God! You need to watch it. It's uh, it's literally a Janini Tavares shot from outside the box. It looks like it's going pretty strong, but you uh, in a very very comfortable oh. goalkeeper save. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Nahuel Guzman just um, for those of you who watch Univision, he had the Felix of the of the week. So um, yeah, he he probably uh probably looks uh looks a little bit shameful, uh, which I read he might be leaving Tigres. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. uh it's. It, it, it's not our it's not it's not our place to kind of make comments on that but uh yeah it it, it looked like maybe a weak shot from from Janini that uh Nahuel could have done better but that's neither here nor there they they qualified they've made their way through regardless of how they came in they are our next opponent and funny enough we played them just maybe what two weeks ago yeah I guess, I guess you could say about two weeks ago a week ago yeah yeah so played, somewhere around there yeah we played against them and uh and wow it, it was not a good game for us, but uh, again, maybe following off what we did against Pumas, we'll definitely elevate our game to go and play against Santos. Uh, who, let's face it, uh, I, I, even in the group chat, they they mentioned it right here that uh, Santos will be missing two of their uh, two of their striking options, which is going to be Janita Tavares. Looks like he's got an injury, and uh, Rodriguez, the Uruguayan, has a red card. So. Uh, Two very important players that uh, you know maybe could uh, will definitely help us in in the in in the long run that they're not going to be there for the first leg. Yeah, definitely going to be uh, probably not necessarily an easy night for the back line, but it won't be such a, a dangerous one, I guess you could say too as well with uh, two two options right there. They're starting options out of the thing too as well out of the lineup. Yeah, that's uh, that's. I mean, yeah. If if you're an America defender, maybe you're you're kind of looking at it a little bit more with a comfortable mindset. Uh, but still, doesn't mean we can get comfortable back there. We still need to be tight, and we still need to we need to show up and kind of make the results happen. Um, ultimately, is there anything else that uh, news wise? Well, it looks like we mentioned Aguilera might come back, uh, but don't expect him to start. Um, I think everyone besides that is fit, ready to go. We have no. No, no, no. I, I think if I remember right, I think uh, I read somewhere that Mendes didn't even train today. That's interesting. I, I don't, 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 I don't remember if I don't remember saying if it had an injury or anything like that. But I know for for a fact that he did not train today. Okay, well, we'll definitely keep a close eye coming in the in the next. So I'm pretty sure we'll get more news about it tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think Larasaka uh, and Medic needs to tweet at that. All righty, so Larasaka, uh, shoot us with uh, maybe a little bit of a little bit of a knowledge comment. We didn't do our homework. We're sorry about that. Um, no, his back was hurting. Look at that, Christian coming in clutch yeah. with us. His back was yeah, hurting. Okay. That's right. Um, well, hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, a little bit of icy hot, a little bit of you know, 
warm tea, a back massage. I I have seen the 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 vestidores, the kind of where they kind of you know the the locker rooms. Um, they have this. Uh, they have literally these kind of two places where they uh, where a player can go and kind of get a massage before a game. So I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I expect the Frenchman to be back for for the Santos matchup. Uh, hopefully, uh, we never know. Maybe he's resting at home right now watching this. You know. So yeah, maybe uh, is. Hi, Jeremy. We oui, we oui, Jeremy. <laughs> I don't even know if that's correct, but either way. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a good, uh, it's going to be a good matchup. I think it's going to be an even closer and tighter game than it was against, uh, San, uh, excuse me, not Santos, Santos who were playing, uh, against Pumas. I don't think it's going to be that open. It's not going to be that easy. Um, to be, to be honest, I think we're going to struggle a little bit here. Uh, but if we walk away with a goal and, a, and an advantage in that sense that maybe we walk away with a one nil lead or a two, one win, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's, I think that's the best bit of news we can get. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, a goal. I mean, even, even if it was just one goal, like you said, a one nil win. Um, we got to get that uh that result that we always talk about getting a result, and so that's what we need to go out and do. You know, um, I'm pretty sure we can go out and play our game, uh, dictate the tempo like we have been these past two like the past two games too as well against Pumas and um in that series. And so I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind that we can control this game too as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Let's talk a little bit about lineups, and then we'll talk a little bit about what this team can do in order to secure a victory at the Santos Laguna Stadium, which I believe is the Stadio Corona. Um, uh, and then because there's a very good question that's being posed right now in in the comments that I haven't read about. It's uh, it's whether or not Henry Martin should stay. I mean, should stay. Obviously, he should stay. If Henry Martin should start instead of uh, instead of uh, Oriol Peralta, what's uh, what's your take on that? I don't think so. Uh, I feel like Coriba still gives a good presence on the field as being the captain of the team too, as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, you haven't seen him really. I guess you could say, in a sense, produce like whenever it comes to scoring goals or uh, possibly giving assists. But you know, with how deep he falls back almost almost into the midfield, really, um, it it do it does start right there too with him as well. So I mean, no, I mean, in a sense too, because Henry can't play in that sole lone striker spot too that Oribe can play too as well. And you know, I still think that Oribe and Mene partnership is still is still good for the team too as well. So I don't think I don't really think Oribe should be benched. Uh, I really I think he should he'll start come Thursday and, and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um I I think uh Henry Martin maybe I mean he's a great player, don't get me wrong. And I, mm-hmm. I love yeah. his energy and, and his work ethic and all that stuff. It, it, it's wonderful. But I think it works so perfectly in the second half. Once there's tired legs, once the, once the team's kind of looking at itself, you know, in, in, in its, its own reflection and, and kind of wondering, that's when you bring on Henry Martin. That's when you kind of bring in his kind of potential to, to, to do what he does. And hopefully that's, you know, cause a little bit of disturbance up top and as well maybe find himself in a clear-cut opportunity to score a goal. But I think you mentioned that it. it's the fact that maybe he has he's he's lacked productivity and maybe because he's had so many opportunities before to score goals that he doesn't really put them in the back of the net. Sometimes it's not even the fact that you know he can, it's just he, you know, he he, he kind of takes the wrong decision in the sense that maybe he should have shot it with his left instead of shooting it with his right. Maybe he should have taken that first time instead of trying to take a touch. And it's kind of these kind of little things that maybe you know kind of 
ponder in the back of your mind whether or not he's fit enough to be kind of the starter besides, you know, before Oribe Peralta, because I think maybe you still have a little bit more faith in Oribe than you do in Henry Martin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and kind of going back to, I mean, I don't, I don't really see nobody to give the captain's armband to if, unless it was Oribe Peralta to starting. I mean, I, I mean me personally, I, I kind of don't. I really don't. I really don't see nobody else. Maybe Mateus Oribe, but really, I don't. I don't see nobody else. I mean, well, obviously, you know. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. But, I mean, really, I don't, I don't even, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really like him as a captain. Yeah, I don't really like him as a captain either. But, I mean, yeah, you're you're right, too. Like, I know what if he gets subbed off, he's going to go to Paraglad. But, I don't know. That that's just, that's just me. I don't really see nobody else. Yeah, you never know. Maybe uh, maybe Oriva kind of brings maybe a little bit of an extra presence sometimes in the box. You never know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, this is a gear too. You never know. That is true because we were all expecting a very boring matchup against Pumas. But, uh, I mean, look, the team kind of turned it on its head. So, hopefully they can do the same. Hopefully they can do the same. I don't think they will because it's going to be a very tough match against an even tougher opponent. Santos is no easy picking. Um, but... I think if if anything, we can definitely walk away with a very good result. Yeah, no doubt. I think the results what we need, man. If, if we're gonna, we got the return link too in Azteca, so I have no doubt we can close this out. Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree with you. Now, uh, give me your starting lineup. Give me your starting eleven for uh, for Thursday. Um, I I really think I really think it's gonna be the same lineup that it was Wednesday against Pumas, which was a uh, match this scene. Uh, Paul Aguilar, Edson Alvarez, Bruno Valdez, Carlos Vargas. Um, on the right, Renato Ibarra. On the left, Cecilio Dominguez, um, Guido, and Mateus Ribe. Uh, Menez behind Oliver Peralta. Yep, exactly what I'm going with, my man. Exactly what I think is going to happen. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at it, man, that's that's really our strongest lineup. It is. It is, and it's, it, it looks like it's the lineup that can get the best result. Yeah, really, it really is, man. And um, I'm really hoping that Oribe and Mendes partnership is really going to connect this time. Yeah, it looks like it was kind of working, but um, I mean, that now here's another opportunity to see how that uh, how that partnership can flourish. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't, if I remember right, and what I read too on Sofa's Score, I don't think Oribe Peralta had a shot at all in the second leg against Pumas. Wow, that's that's more than troublesome. But yeah, I mean, it really is. Maybe it's to say what his what is uh what his game is nowadays. You know, it's more of a mm-hmm. it's more of a passer than it is more of a sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll slap us in the face and prove us wrong. And that's what we want. This yeah, is the only, that's really what we want. Only, yeah, this is the only episode you you want to get slapped in the face by your team by your team. So do it, America. We we challenge you, we 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 call upon you to <laughs> to come prove us wrong and slap us in the face because ultimately that means where you guys are going to do good. So uh, I I agree with you in the, in the lineup. I think it's going to be exactly the same. I think we could probably see the same kind of maybe tactics as well. You know, try to rush them, catch them off guard, do what we do best, and that's kind of straight from kickoff. Get teams uncomfortable. Put them in awkward positions, and if you have the opportunity, score from there. 
Yeah, definitely, man. And um, also comes down to playing our game too, man. I mean, uh, all, all the teams got to be in sync. Move as one, two as well. Uh, all eleven players, not just one, not just two players. You know. Yeah. And that, that's that's that, that's the way the teams are playing um, against Pumas too. And you know, it's just a matter of uh, taking that and moving this over to the uh, Central series too. Yeah, yeah. I I see on the chat they said, uh, "Do you think Rodriguez will be a factor in the game?" I assume that he's talking about Guido Rodriguez, and um, yes. Yes, I I think even in the game against Santos in in the regular Clausura, the, the last game we played, he was very kind of detrimental to how the team was playing, especially when Jeremy Menes came in. I think the fact that he kind of held that midfield even you know a little bit more stronger than than previously, uh, gave the liberty to Mateo Soribe, gave the liberty to Menes to kind of do his thing because you know Menes drops pretty deep sometimes too and kind of fills that center mid role, uh, which helps alternate with uh, Mateo Soribe. So. I think he, he's going to be very, very vital. He's going to be very crucial. Will he be the number one deciding factor player in the game? Um, I don't think that's for us to call. I think it's it's probably going to be one of our more uh, more attacking players. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Guido, Guido, oh, Guido, Guido covering all the space, you know, space of two players and doing getting the job done, you know, uh, definitely a key factor to the midfield too as well in that holding spot. Yeah, I guess you could say Guido's gonna Guido. So I mm, think basically, <laughs> well, well, I think from from that perspective, we we can be. We, I guess we can rest assured in in that sense because, uh, like we said, he's excelled to such to such high potentials, and um, you know, and 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 I think he's gonna keep performing because let's face it, you know, he's he's on the brink of maybe making a pre- preliminary World Cup roster, and I think he's gonna take any chance that he can to kind of showcase that hey, you know, I'm not, I'm a very viable option. So it's uh should be interesting to see what happens. Dylan. I believe we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Okay. I want to apologize for that because like <laughs> we tweeted it wouldn't be a podcast without uh, a little bit of technical difficulties. So I'll just kind of proceed here and I'll kind of just keep on going and keep on talking. So uh santos will definitely not be an easy team like i kind of keep mentioning because i think at home they're gonna be a little bit more solidified they're gonna be much much tougher on the uh on the aspect of they're not gonna break as easily they're gonna be a little bit more kind of a unit and they're not gonna be kind of just all over the place they're smart they, they know what they're doing and i think you know, they're going to be missing a couple of good players. You know, like we mentioned, Danny Tavares is going to be gone. Rodriguez is also going to be gone. So, I mean, they, at, at least for the first leg. So, it's, it's in, in that sense, I think they're going to try to use the counterattack as much as possible. The, they're going to use Furch a lot as well, which, you know, he's going to be a very, very important player for them with, with the fact that Danny Tavares is gone for for the remaining of, of probably the first leg. And afterwards, then, you know, we could probably talk about what uh, – what what he could bring to the table if he does come for the second leg. Dylan, are you back now? Yes, this damn school Wi-Fi. I'm telling you, man. I pay so much money just to get this kind of Wi-Fi. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Maybe uh hey, maybe the show should be sponsored by uh what's what's the biggest uh Wi-Fi company down there? I I guess Suddenlink. I don't know. ATT maybe. I heard ATT Wi-Fi sucks. I don't know. Um, you know what? Whatever. We're gonna go. AT and T, come sponsor us. Come, uh, come, come, give my man his own uh, free little Wi-Fi hotspot. So whenever we do the podcast, <laughs> these kind of technical difficulties don't occur. 
Um, I was just kind of mentioning to everyone that uh, Santos is not going to be no easy picking for us, and they're going to be more organized than Pumas. They're going to be uh, very, very well disciplined in in not just tactically, but kind of the way they move move around on and off the ball. Um, what do you think is their best chance at, at at getting them a little bit to to maybe kind of lose their shape and 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 lose their kind of tactical form? Um. I think it's gonna. I think it's really still. It's gonna rely on our game, the way we play the game, the way we hold the ball. Um, it's gonna come down to to frustrating them too as well. I mean, um, pretty sure we get frustrated in the way teams been frustrating us all season too as well. When it comes to just sitting back a little bit, absorbing some pressure, and you know, we we get we, we got a pretty good counter going too whenever we catch them on the break, and so um, pretty sure we can get that going too as well. Okay, interesting because I was actually saying that maybe they're gonna try to play the counter attack because they're missing Johnny Tevares because they're gonna be missing their the Uruguayan uh, Rodriguez. Um, I think because of that, maybe they're gonna be a little bit standoffish. They're gonna invite the pressure and they're gonna try to get us on the counter. Who knows? Maybe I mean, yeah, I, I see that too as well. But um, at the same time, man, and like I said, just just playing our game. Um, it's re- really hard to frustrate the Santos team too as well that they're such a good team too as well and seem to be players won the whole season too as well yeah yeah it's a very it's a very very good side and of course now they will have a little bit of absences but overall it's still a good still still a good squad I think uh one of their danger man is going to be Brian Lozano who uh just uh-huh. recently has signed a new deal with them he has officially left America's pay ray uh, uh pay book uh, he will be now an official Santos Laguna player for till twenty twenty one. I think is what I what I saw on Twitter. Um, he uh, he officially is is kind of out of the team. Uh, it looks like uh, numbers haven't officially been reported. The speculation that we might be getting a player for this deal um, would be interesting to see. Uh, you sad to see Losano go, or, uh, or or are you really kind of eh about it? I'm just kind of eh about it. Yeah, it looks like he's actually becoming a really good player. And to be honest, in this matchup, he probably will be kind of one of those key danger players that we should keep an eye on. But, um, you know, from the perspective, I, I, I don't think we've lost the best player in the world. Um, he will he will come out to be a really good player. But um, I think we lost someone maybe kind of like El Rifle Andrade, some sort of player like that. You know, not the you know not the player that's gonna be the you know game changer, but. Definitely a player that uh, that could come in handy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I mean, I really don't see him in the squad with with the with the depth and the players that we got right now, too. Oh no, and especially the fact that he's a foreign player. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. I mean, I just kind of want to put that out there because, of course, it's it's still kind of relevant to our news. So um, that is kind of that on that sense. Any Who else do you think might be a danger player? I, I also mentioned uh, Furch is probably going to be uh, their, their main target coming up this uh, this this Thursday since they won't have Janini. But, you know, besides maybe those players, who else do you think uh, poses danger on our on our side? I can't really think of nobody. Really, just, just the players that we've mentioned and talked about. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, I think so too. Who had a go. pretty good uh, free kick? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely too. So former uh, America too. Yeah, former America player. So so I mean, the tensions but, will be there. 
Yeah. Who knows? Maybe uh, since they're former America players, maybe they have a kind of a clause in their contract that whenever they do play against us in the semifinal, they automatically need to get a red card. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, I'm just saying, if that was part of their clause, uh, whoever wrote it is a genius. So, uh, hopefully, they uh, they added that on there. Yeah, hopefully they did. I mean. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds you're gonna face against your former team in a semifinal? You know, it's it's maybe it's uh, nine to one. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a good stats person, but uh, maybe uh, maybe they'll do us a favor. Yeah, hopefully, well, man, it's gonna be the tension's gonna be there facing an, a former side, so I'm pretty sure he's gonna want to come out and show out. Yeah, but I mean, if we were talking retrospectively, going back and forth, I think maybe Marchesin and Oriol Peralta probably maybe have something in their clause too. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so so uh, maybe we ignore them. Maybe we ignore them. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> just go out there and play your game. And uh, and I, and I I think as as long as we do that, I think we mentioned that uh, we we definitely will be will be fine. I think uh, let's talk results. Uh, what do you think coming out of uh, Stadio Corona? Which one? Uh, what 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 couple of results do you think are good and, and manageable, and then maybe we'll talk about the not so good. Mm, um, obviously, um, anything with the win, um, I'm really I'm really thinking it's going to be a two one win for America. Um, even if even if it was a loss, I think uh, a two one loss. I still think that's pretty manageable in Azteca too. Yeah, I think an away goal is exactly what we need. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'd be ha- yeah, I'd be happy one or two away goals too as well. Yeah. Regardless of the result, I think a draw, 2-2, 1-1, it's phenomenal for us. A win is out of this world. Um, And maybe even the loss, 2-1, is still manageable. So let's maybe not, you know, kind of throw our hat away. Um, So let's do something that worked so well last podcast. Let's let's, let's talk scenarios here. Let's let's assume that America walks away with a good result. for example, a, a, a decent victory, you know, nothing too crazy like against Pumas, but maybe something, you know, where you have a one goal cushion. Um, how do we approach this game in the second leg in the Estadio Seca, knowing there's so much at, you know, at risk that you're so close to a final, but yet, you know, it's, it's only a goal difference. So how do you, how do you think the team should go about it? I think the team should go about it like, in a sense, applying, applying some pressure here and there, uh, not necessarily the full 90. But I mean, you're gonna have to apply some pressure to be able to get that goal, and really just kind of keep the the team guessing a little bit too with the the creative ways we can have to actually score goals too. Not just going, not just going to Renato Ivada and crossing the ball in like like it was towards the end of Apertura the season, not, not Apertura, then the Clausura too before the Liga started. Um, you know, just keeping just keeping this team guessing, keeping the defense on their toes, and seeing if we can catch them off guard too as well. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's 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 going to be important that we kind of go off flat off that sense that we go into this second leg, knowing that the that the job isn't done. You got to go out there, keep performing, do what you've been doing, and then of course with that will definitely come the result. Um, be versatile, like we mentioned. You know, be creative, especially in the, in the first leg. You're gonna have to do that. You're gonna have to try to find a way to catch them on their toes. Um, and then and, and and keep them guessing, you know, at at, at every other second, um, you know, and, and if it comes down to the side of the second where we only have about a goal difference, or maybe even a draw where we have an away goal, I think the smartest thing to do is to not maybe f- get so worked up, so winded up that you're kind of chasing the game when you 
really all you need to do at that point is manage it smart you know i, I think the the smarter you are in a situation like that the more chances you have of of, of being able to to walk away with a good result you know the team showcased that you know they have very good you know they're very they're very smart soccer wise you know mm-hmm. they, they they know what to do they know how to do it it's just sometimes obviously players get a little hot headed they they get a little bit impatient but let's remember you know and and this is definitely going to go true when we talk about the worst case scenario it's uh, it's 90 minutes they seem to go by fast only if you make it go by fast you know that's you, you have plenty of enough time as long as you're smart and, and you don't overcommit to anything and you don't over exaggerate as well in with with any situation. So I think if America's smart enough, they, they they go in there with an advantage, they manage the game and possibly get Santos on the counterattack like we did against Pumas. And I think from there on, it's just our game to manage. Yeah, you know, um, if if the Phillies two won in the first leg and it, we take it to the second leg, um, not necessarily be fully aggressive the whole ninety minutes, but not be so conservative either. You know, just kind of yeah. kind of find that that sweet spot in between. No, I, I I agree with you. Agree with you completely. Now let's talk worst case scenario. Let's talk. Let's say we are down two goals. You know, one two goals. I mean, that's that's most likely can happen. You never know. It happened against us again in, in the Chicago champions against Toronto. Um, and, and then I come, I keep coming back to this because we thought that, you know, that home advantage would have been exactly what we needed to get over Toronto still wasn't enough. Um, how do you think the team manages that? You, you, how, how do you think, you know, the team would go about it, especially after coming off such a high against Pumas to kind of get, you know, kind of brought down to earth in that sense. Um, how do you think that would play against us in the second leg? Well, if we're down like two, three goals, you know, obviously, you know, I th- I feel like Miguel is going to be all out full attack. I feel like Miguel is not going to want to leave Santos with any space and we're going to put the pressure yeah. on Santos to, to go out. And also, you know, in a sense, too, uh, like I said, if it was a 2-1 going in that we won, we're going to have to be creative. We have to keep the defense on their toes too still as well because we have those options now. We have we see those different options that we have creating to go towards goal and getting some shots on goal and as well finishing too as well. Yeah, I think outside the outside the 18-yard uh, yard box shots are going to be important. They're going to be crucial in whatever situation you're at. Um, I think the players are already kind of facing this in a semifinal against Toronto. You know, of course it's going to be, it's going to bring back bittersweet memories of, of, of what happened in the Estadio Seca that night. But um, I think these players have matured in the sense that they know what they did wrong. They know what they're capable of. And if the scenario was to be presented again, I think they would look kind of with, with, with a good head. They, they'd be sturdy about it. And then and, and they know that they'd have to come into this uh, much better than they did. Uh, and they approached it against Toronto. And I, and I think maybe that failure maybe we'll play a very good role in, in the semifinal if we do find ourselves against the wall in that sense because it wouldn't be the first time. And uh, and, and, and it definitely would show character to see how these uh, how these players can, you know, can reverse the situation than, than what they were, weren't capable of doing in, in the CONCA champions. Yeah, man. It, this is a little, bit, a little bit of a bittersweet memory, like you said. You know, I feel like now with that happening, I feel like the team knows what to do. I feel like Piojo knows what to do. I feel like he can uh, tactically switch things up if he needed to. And so, you know, I'm feeling pretty comfortable, feeling pretty confident about this the series coming up with Santos. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. But with that said, give me your uh, give me your prediction for for Thursday. Uh, I got two one win. 
the medical one. one. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going one nil win for us, and then of course, uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 definitely see how the the game is managed on Sunday. It'd be a little bit crazy to try to give a prediction after that. You never know what might happen, but um, yeah, I think I think again we're 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 comfortable that we can get a, a good result here. Yeah, definitely comfortable. I mean, we've seen the team play, and you know, it's still crazy to think how two players can make a difference too in that in that sense too as well. How the team came back the way it did against Pumas. Yeah, and don't forget, people, we are confident, but we aren't overconfident. We're not saying we're going to win this by easy. We're not saying we're going to steamroll Santos. And no way do we already see ourselves clinching the title or see ourselves playing in the final. It's important that we kind of keep a very cool, calm head, a very level mindset, a very focused and determined mindset because the moment we start kind of assuming and, and kind of going into this kind of perspective that this is ours, there's no way we're going to lose this, and that's when things turn tend to go south, and I think that's maybe what we were doing in the Conca Champions as a fan base too. We, were, we we kind of kind of gave it gave it to us in the sense that we haven't won it yet, but we kind of already saw ourselves winning it, um, and then kind of gave us gave ourselves that title. Uh, you know, maybe just be a little bit more calm in in that sense, and then after that, definitely keep going and 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 see wherever this team can go because we know this team can go far. We know this team can win this title. Uh, it's just a matter of them kind of proving it on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to win this title because I feel like Magueta still has a lot to prove in the Conquer Champions next year too whenever that happens again because I'm pretty sure the team, and not just the team, Magueta too was disappointed with how the exit was too as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And as a fan base, that, that's the only thing that salvages a season is, mm-hmm. is, uh, is a trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so looking forward looking forward to that because I'm, I'm – I know Piojo's itching to get get back and finishing the right way. Yeah, as he should, as he should, and as as we should demand as well. So, hopefully that uh that will encourage him to go forward and uh and and seek uh, that thirteenth title. Definitely, man. Just thirteenth title. I'm waiting for that, and then I will paint my Mustang that I sent you on Snapchat. I will paint that blue and <laughs> blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. <laughs> well, it's already blue, so I mean, it's already blue. Just throw some yellow on it. <laughs> I will. Um, I don't know. I'll paint something yellow and blue as well. I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out and I'll, I'll showcase to the world my true America spirit. So, um, anything you want to add on about this uh, semifinal preview against Santos? Uh, not the semifinal preview against Santos, but I do want to add something on. Can we give a little bit of a shout out to Joe Corona? I think Joe Corona has been having a pretty good season with Medico so far and it's just been so quiet and I really he really really came out and showed out against Pumas in the second like oh yeah yeah no 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 definitely shout out to you my man I I I mean he's kind of being the player that no one expected him to be mm-hmm. but we kind of expected him to be it's it's weird in the sense but we know he's capable but we weren't expecting it but the fact that he's delivering it's just and maybe he's delivering more than what we expected to be honest but he's been I mean exactly what you need he's mm-hmm. i don't think any player wants to be called this but he is such a great alternative off the bench whether it's you know maybe swapping him out during second half or maybe he's playing in for someone who has a little bit more of tired legs the next game he's just so well at what he does that whenever you stick him in you know he's going to perform yeah and i don't know man it's to me it's, it's just seemed like people were just quiet about him whenever he's been having such a pretty good season with the medica too yeah maybe it's a good thing that he's a little maybe it's a little quiet because then maybe no one wants to take him 
But yeah, wait, he's maybe. on loan, correct? If I'm not mistaken. I, I, I think so. I think he is on loan actually. Because uh, I think the only one that was official purchase was Henry, correct? And and Vargas too. No. Yeah, Vargas is. Yeah, yeah, Vargas was. Okay. Then yeah, yeah, I think I think it's just them too. I think Corona is gonna. Yeah, because I, I think, think Corona, Corona is on loan. Is like Aguilera's on loan too? No. Or is he official too? I can't remember. Let us know, people, down below. Call us up, 1-800-265-5587. Let us know whether or not uh, either of those two players were uh, were were loaned or bought out. I can't remember. But right before anything, uh, yeah, let's let's give praise to Joe Corona. He's He's been doing absolutely amazing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, man. So uh, I, really, I really hope he kind of stays now just so we can have that option off the bench if needed. Yeah, such a great option off the bench. He's so reliable to it, and, 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 and you know it sucks that Guido Rodriguez is in front of him. But I mean, he just does such a well job. And then when you pair them both together, it's like you have six center backs. <laughs> Basically, it's amazing though because they're 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 so well at what they do. So, I mean, you know, kudos to to Piojo for bringing in Corona because I think without him, maybe our season would be looking a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. Um. You know, mostly the players from two were were players that previously played on Piojo too, so yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to see that and they still thrive too. Yeah, well, you know, he he knows what they're capable of, so he, I, I'm I'm sure that's why he brought them. Yeah, yeah, very good Piojo. So kudos to you, Piojo. Yeah, finally, we give a little bit of praise to to the <laughs> man. But um, if he wins the title, we'll we'll give him a lot more praise. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. We'll call him out on, on Twitter. They're like, hey, good job. Come join come get on the pod. <laughs> I will laminate the picture I took of him when uh when I went to Mexico City. He he was flying on the same airplane as me. So we you know, me and my dad, we were able to take a picture. So I still have that picture. So I'll I will laminate it, Piojo, if you win the title and then put it on my wall somewhere. Dope. That's un- that's that's dope, man, that you that you saw him. <laughs> yeah. He's as small as you would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh win the title i'll laminate you and uh you can go next to spider-man so so that's uh see not all heroes work wear cape or tights <laughs> capes with tights <laughs> yeah sometimes they uh sometimes they're short uh mexicans that uh that feel passion for the game yeah that's true yeah real passion passion is good Passion's fun it is Especially when your manager can display it on the pitch. <laughs> Definitely. So. so quick shout out to, to the group chat again, uh, right here. Uh, they said, uh, is, is, uh, I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's Alex Francia. I'm sorry if I, if I butchered your name, Alex Francia, uh, who, who comments is anyone else glad that we found a true penalty taker? My goodness. We used to be so terrible at penalties and granted to him, yes, we were. And Christian comes to talk to comment, yes, I, I am. Before I wouldn't celebrate a PK, and I think <laughs> it's all of us. I think all yeah. of I, I, I will put it down. At one point, I said, "Don't give me a penalty. I, I'd rather we take a corner or something." I don't, I don't like it. Um, but I, I, I mean, the fact that you have someone like Jeremy Menace who can take a penalty and, and such a cool, calm demeanor to his to to his penalties as well. He, he kind of gives you that kind of calmness that um, that is just great to have. We haven't had a player like that in forever. 
Yeah, it'd be nice to have a second one just in case. But you know, um, having Mendes the way he see and take penalties, you know, it's it's great. Now it's 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 really fun to watch that. Maybe much seen. I mean, he wants to take the free kicks already. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe much to come up. Uh, then that's a, that's a pretty long run back. <laughs> if anything were to happen, <laughs> <laughs> he's got it. I mean, he's got it. He's got it. Yeah, he'll probably just he'll probably tackle somebody first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's such a smart player, but he's such an aggressive player too that he, you see him, you can see him doing that. You can definitely yeah, see him doing that. But crazy, man. Shout, shout out to you, much. Seeing I'm still waiting for your for you to give me your jersey. Yeah, I think me and you both, my friend, me and you both, as I'm pretty sure, a long list of goalkeepers that go for America. So, um, mm. who knows? You know, much you see, maybe start uh, maybe start uh, printing your jerseys a little bit more because it's so hard to find them. You know, it's so hard to find a goalkeeper jersey, especially an America jersey. Yeah, no, it's, it's ridiculous, man. And I really, I really wish they would sell them just like at like at ease too. Just like you, you click it. I mean, it's not like you go to like you know, like you know like your favorite soccer store and you're like, oh, let me go get a goalkeeper jersey. I'm like, you have to go and like search for that thing. Like it yeah. takes work. You gotta go to the to the uh, dark web. Just to try to find a freaking marketing jersey, people. That should not be that should not be a thing. Because look, let me let me, let me tell you. I think goalkeepers not show do not get enough love, in the sense that you're kind of limited to kind of what the equipment comes out. Because uh, if you're a professional goalkeeper, of course not, because that's your job. They they kind of have to provide you with this kind of stuff. But for example, as as a fan or as someone that just wants to play casually. Uh, you try to go find your favorite team's goalkeeper jersey, you can't uh, access it to it quickly. Imagine if you're a Toros Nessa fan that wants a goalkeeper jersey. You're not probably going to find that. You're, <laughs> you know, and and it's it's just difficult. And then kind of you can find the bigger name brands, Adidas, Nike, Pumas. Um, but even then, they're kind of so limited too. I mean, maybe you want a certain color you saw on, on TV, but guess what? They only have green and yellow. So you're... I mean, you're, you're kind of limited to what you have, unfortunately. Um, and they've gotten better with, you know, access to goalkeeper gloves and stuff like that. But um, I think now it's kind of getting more of the other equipment, like the jerseys, like the the pants, the shorts, you know, because sometimes you want matching shorts with your shirt. Guess what? You know how hard it is to find that? <laughs> Dude, I mean, yes. It's difficult. It's ridiculously difficult. I don't think, that, I don't think it should be like that, but. Um, maybe, maybe that's, uh, that's for another day to rant about on our, uh, on our new podcast called goalkeeper today. We're going to be talking about all the things wrong in the United States for goalkeepers. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but if we're talking back a little bit more about America, um, I guess really just wrap up the show with, uh, with, we, we have a pretty good, uh, mindset, a pretty good spirit going into this, uh, semifinal. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, do you see do you see the team the way the Pumas in? I mean, everything's everything's going off, man. Everything's connecting, everything's in sync. And it's just it's just a matter of taking it out and it's still going with it forward to the next series with Santos. Yeah. Even if this is if even if this is just a wave, let's ride it. Let's ride it until let's say it gets us to the final. And then, you know, keep going after that. Let's let's just ride it until the edit end of time and we'll just repeat. Exactly. I <laughs> For for legal purposes, we cannot say from what song that is because we will be, get copyrighted. Um, but is that even from a song? I was just making that up. Um, uh, no, I have no idea. I was like, what song is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And maybe I'm just making things up. Either way, 
I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you want to add on? Nah, man. We covered everything. We're feeling good, so. Yeah, We're feeling no. good. And uh, hopefully we'll be looking good come Thursday afterwards. And make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter because, like I said, we're going to have you guys covered with all of that coverage. Again, it's uh, 5.30 Pacific time, uh, 7.30 Central time, 8 o'clock, 8.30 uh, Eastern time, excuse me, for kind of the the, the brain fart for the moment. Um, it will be a very interesting matchup. And then, of course, Sunday night at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 7 p.m. Central time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, will definitely be a good way to celebrate Mother's Day. So uh, let's see uh, let's see what happens. So shout out to all our Americanista moms out there holding the fort down. We know we love you. We uh, we know you guys do the most around the house, and we appreciate that. So shout out to you, Americanista moms. You know, and of course to the non-Americanista. Yeah, moms big, too, they, big shout out. There's more non-Americanista moms than there are Americanistas. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, my mom just my mom just sits there and like, like watches me like watch soccer, and she doesn't know what's going on. So, I'm not a soccer fan. <laughs> so, so shout out to the moms, and uh, we'll we'll probably give them another shout out come next podcast. So, uh, I think that wraps it up. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed the show. It's been episode 19 of the Eagle Eye Podcast. As always, we uh, we appreciate the, you guys' support. You know, the community is growing, and we love to see that. You know, it, we love interacting with you guys. You know shoot us a dm or shoot us a tweet we'll always respond we'll always uh, do our best to kind of get contact with you guys and come join us in the group chat whenever we do a live show it's uh like you guys see it's it's, it's always fun to bounce off your guys's ideas and your your guys's comments it makes it feel like you're here with us and uh, ultimately uh that's uh that's kind of the goal and the objective so again thank you dylan for uh coming out tonight and uh and, and again being the best uh co-host we i could ever ask for no problem, man. Next time you see me, it won't even be in this room. And I probably won't be in this room for a while, too. That's right. Summer vacation. Shout out to all your students out there who are going to be enjoying summer vacation soon as well. Go get yourselves that nice, pretty little tan and uh, get yourself nice and golden for the winter. Nice and golden. I'm pretty pretty brown already as it is. Nah, don't worry. I'm pretty sure there's a golden brown somewhere in this universe. And maybe you'll be the first one to achieve it. Probably. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm going to go for. I'm so much strive for this summer find a new color <laughs> all right <laughs> so make sure you guys head down to the beach and if you guys do make sure you guys take us with you because you guys can always listen to us on soundcloud and itunes so make sure you guys do subscribe to those platforms as well we'll always be in your pocket and always be ready to talk to you so with that said it's been episode 19 thank you guys so much for joining us we'll be back next week as always let's hope for a great result let's uh let's keep the momentum going and like i always say Arriba la América. So, until next time, guys, we'll be seeing you guys very, very soon. And until next time, take care. Arriba la América.